This is Worship at the Anvil. Welcome back to Worship at the Anvil once again. Glad that you could join us. Uh, special shout out right now to uh, a special listener who single-handedly uh, doubled our listenership just by uh uh, taking the time to to listen to our podcast while on his uh, bike um, bicycle, I, I really appreciate that. Um, getting our viewer, our listenership up, so um, you know who you are. Thank you very much. I, I'd like to say you're not singling out, but you just said we doubled by adding one person. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a number of listens because oh, that, that okay. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> with uh, with the time frames that we're talking here, it's getting he has to be re-listening. I mean, <laughs> unless I completely blacked out some of the episodes we re- we recorded. <laughs> you speak a lot. I I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I appreciate it. Fills the silences. <laughs> I like the good pause. Yeah, you gotta do. You, you gotta make the impact. Impact pause. Um, yeah, it, it's tongue in cheek. Uh, no, we got we got plenty of people listening, so I, I appreciate every single one of you who listen. Um, and I know Matt does as well. Absolutely, it's wonderful to be able to share with you. Yeah, we may be a little biased though because we love this show. Um, I think. I most have, of the time. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> right up until it's, what should we talk about? And yeah. then we're both like, why do we do this? <laughs> Which is a beautiful plug for if there's something that you guys want us yeah. to talk about. Yeah. We still have an email address, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Worship.at.the.anvil at gmail.com. So... Uh, <laughs> For those of you who weren't furiously writing that down while riding your bicycle, <laughs> um, you can also check the show notes. Absolutely. And uh, and give us the... Uh, oh, that's what's going on. Give us a shout. Give us a shout. Give us... Um, content. Like content, you know. <laughs> um, well, we'll make the content. You, you just give us some ideas. Like if there's something that's kind of burning in, in, in your bosom that you would like us to talk about or... or um, I spend a lot of time, the podcasts that I listen to have like radio call-in stuffs uh. um, and then, or they'll go like live on Instagram and sure. so like, hey, ask us a question sure. and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not sure we're quite to live on Instagram <laughs> level yet, um, No, but we still would love to interact with our, with our listeners and see if there's something that, that we can... I don't know, help wrestle with, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good to uh, mix in a few different topics because, I mean, some of our conversations kind of get back to similar, you know, <laughs> yeah, topics. Well, it's all about worship. <laughs> it is, yes, but, I mean, we, we tend to bring up some similar points in different areas, and, you know, that's going to happen a lot. But, yeah, some uh, new thoughts. New thoughts. <laughs> yeah. New thoughts. New <laughs> podcast for Jeremiah. New thoughts <laughs> with Jeremiah. Um, new old thoughts. New old thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else has had them previously at some point. Yeah. It's but they're like, not on podcast, so. It's Let's almost see. like there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> hmm. You should write that down. <laughs> nothing new. <laughs> so uh, so what, what have you had going on, my friend? It's... Uh, 
anything anything big coming up in in your world oh boy i mean this is the uh, small <laughs> chat portion yeah of the show. Small, <laughs> small talk um yeah we uh we're going to a friend's wedding we're traveling um taking our kids out of school a few days to do that excellent um, so that we're really excited for that. This is someone super important to us. Um, so it's definitely worth the travel to yeah. be at her wedding. So Very cool. We're excited. Kids are excited. It's going to be a drive. I'm not a fan of driving <laughs> with children. <laughs> my, my, my brother-in-law came up with a solution to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't personally like it, but mm-hmm. uh, his solution is he, he only drives those trips overnight. Yeah. That, so the kids have to sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, the problem that I have is my wife will sleep too, and yeah. then I will be the only one awake the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I'm just shot for the rest of the yeah the event. I've I've heard that I've had that recommended to me. I don't think it would go well for me because that first day that I'm there, I would wouldn't go well. Right. <laughs> and we only have so much time to uh, spend there, so we want to make sure it all goes well. Right around the time that you become human again yeah, is yeah. when you have to leave and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We did a uh, five-hour trip this summer um, up north, and it went fairly well. Okay. Other than the fact that you know that song "99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall." Yeah, I turned it into 99 minutes left to drive, and I sang it on the minute every minute till we were there <laughs> because I kept getting, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" And I'm like, "Nope. This is how long we have in song form." I. Uh... It, in in times like that, I invoke the Incredibles. <laughs> oh yeah, my, my boys will be like, "When are you gonna get there? <laughs> we'll get there when we get there." <laughs> it's got yep. to the point where one of them will ask it just so that I say it, and the other one will say it at the same time that I say uh-huh. it. Type thing. Uh-huh. I made. I did make it too much of a game because they're gonna do it again. Oh, boy. I know. I know. I, <laughs> my wife wasn't in the car for that trip, so. If she was, it would have been stopped at like 96. (laughs) Well, she's very patient. My wife would have stopped us at 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we we did get to one. (laughs) We did. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's dedication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yep. I have been trying um, the audiobook. Honestly, that, yeah. that's where I go. Yeah, and I've trained my kids. I, there's there's a, a bunch of research on that. Well, I'm as we've discussed, I'm a big nerd. I I have always been a big proponent of reading to my kids. Yeah, you know, um, I read before they were three. I read Beowulf and King Arthur and his knights <laughs> to both of my kids. Okay, I didn't start off with the yeah. the little. I like let's throw the classics at them right away. Sure, sure, uh, sure. The Nibelungen lead too. Okay. Um. So, uh, but as life has gotten more hectic, I don't have time to just sit down and read. I mean, working through the the Chronicles of Prydain or the Prydain Chronicles by uh, Frank Lloyd. Okay. Um, I was, or Alexander Lloyd, sorry. <laughs> I like to read Du bist meine Mama. <laughs> um, no? Right, now no. you threw me off. I know, that was the point. <laughs> Um, but so I try and do audiobooks because they yeah. audiobooks do the same thing. They develop a, an appreciation for stories and for listening, and, sure. and they develop um, listening skills. 
um, in your kids. So they say if you can't if you can't read it, mm-hmm. your kids will get the same benefit from listening to audiobooks. Sure. And so I listen to audiobooks with my kids in the mornings when I'm taking them to school and okay. afternoons when I take them home. We get I make sure we get a little bit of time to talk just yeah. the three of us, but then we throw the book on they're really excited for it. Um, we did just start Redwall. Redwall. It's um so it, for, it was first published in 1986. It's okay. anthropomorphized mice. Um, hmm. and very, very British. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I've had to pause it a couple times. So yeah. we're like an hour in. I'm like, okay, this is what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to Americanize this for you. Um, but I've, over the years, I've known so many people who are like, Redwall is the greatest thing ever. And they okay. absolutely love the story. So I'm like, okay, boys, let's try this out. And... Between the, the 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 Britishness of it, and um, it's not exactly adventurous right from the start. Yeah, I mean, he's doing a really good job of developing characters. Like okay. you're starting to understand this, but I mean, they're nine and eleven, yeah. so right, uh, <laughs> we need to pick up the pace a little bit. So I. I I really quick checked the summary. Like, oh no, they're coming along. It'll it'll get there. So we just have to we have to fight through. Yeah. Anyway, so on it, when I do road trips, I'll put on okay. an audio book. Yeah. And it's nice because my boys stay awake. Mm-hmm. It's also nice because an audio book immediately puts yeah. my wife to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets mad at me, I think, yeah, surface level, like, you're putting on an audio book again. <laughs> but I also think she's secretly happy because yeah. then she gets to take a nap. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my wife was... Uh, she really wants to do audiobooks on our drive, but I don't think we have anything picked out yet. So make note and uh, yeah. It's... I, I, I may have some suggestions okay. for you de- yeah. depending on you know what genre <laughs> you guys want to go with. We, we have a pretty dedicated genre yeah. in, in our house okay. for the family, Yeah, but I'm kind of all over the board sure. with, with some of the ones that I've yeah. Um, I've been working on my financial intelligence too. Ooh, Let me tell you, audiobooks on financial intelligence uh-huh. are awful. Uh, I was going to say, do you do that while you drive? Because, <laughs> oof, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not doing math. Well, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, I, I just I started reading one. It was a recommendation from, from somebody, and I was like, sure. okay, I need to learn more. And so yeah. I just, it, it's how it works out. But so, I mean, money's coming to an end anyway, so <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that was a that was a hard left right there. Um, are we in, are we in Albuquerque? <laughs> that's that's an old Looney Tunes reference. I think that you're even too young to get. It. I watched a few Looney Tunes growing up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bugs always should have taken that left in Albuquerque. Absolutely, the, uh, absolutely. Okay. I think comedically, Albuquerque is just a good name. Oh yeah, so that's probably yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Weird Al and mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny and all the classics, all the I- greats. Isotopes. Yep. <laughs> um, it, it's almost like Albuquerque becomes this. This uh, uh, it has to be this foible in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we've got a, a bias to use Albuquerque in. In what we did, you catch it? You have a gift. (laughs) (laughs) 
it also could have been Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse that there's yeah. a word of the day. see <laughs> what word. Okay, you think I'm too young for Looney Tunes, and then you make a Pee Wee joke. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I cross generations, man. As, as Johnny Cash once sang, I've been everywhere, man. Oh. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were just going to say Ring of Fire, but I didn't track for it. That's a bit on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you didn't put the title, the word in the title of the episode. Uh, I can. I, no, I'd say you shouldn't. Because people can. Hopefully, you picked up on the word of the day. Uh, it it popped, up a, popped up a couple times. Yeah. Um, I've been able to. I've been blessed with this uh, uh, vacancy in our church to be able to be teaching catechism a lot more yeah. lately. And uh, in my catechism class, I have been talking with kids about uh, hermeneutics, um, which is a fancy word for biblical interpretation. It's not hermeneutics. Mm, no. <laughs> okay. No, I'm very German, but we don't need to go. Uh, uh, Herman doesn't need to come into everything. Um, and I just forgot his Latin name. So if anybody remembers Herman the German's Latin name, email us at see show notes for uh, to to refresh my memory. Anyway. Talking about hermeneutics and, and biblical interpretation. Yeah. I also recently listened to a, a different podcast where uh, it had Neil deGrasse Tyson, Dr. Neil deGrasse mm. Tyson, talking about um, science in the Bible. And mm -hmm. this podcast had an astrophysicist who is also a biblical Christian okay. um, refute some of the, the claims that uh, Dr. Ty DeGrasse Tyson had, and I, uh, Dr. Hugh Ross is, okay. was the one who responded. Because um, <laughs> I'm just going to name drop. <laughs> um, and I found it really interesting because you, one of the, the most basic things when we come to just the book of the Bible or the library of the Bible yeah. um, is a, a word that has a lot of negative connotations but in in and of itself is not negative it's okay. it's in fact quite honest yeah um and that word is bias um we we talk about people having a bias against this and a bias against that but you you can also linguistically it's linguistically defensible to say you have a bias to something as well mm-hmm um, so, uh, like my, I'll pick on my, my family just cause I can. <laughs> um, my mom loves every piece of ironwork I've ever made. Aww. You know, that's a bias. <laughs> that's a bias. That's a bias. <laughs> um, even when I'll tell her like, this is wrong and this, or this could be done better. Oh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's like just the way it is. And my mom doesn't sound anything like that, but, <laughs> you know, so she has a bias. I always say the unbiased opinion of my mother. Yeah. Towards her. <laughs> you know? Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so she has a bias to, to me. Yeah. Um, I have a bias against asparagus, you know, <laughs> uh, um, that that's a very, 
pedestrian sure. use of the term, but it's it's accurate. If soon as you as soon as you say, well, this has asparagus in it, I'm like, eh, I'm backing away. Hmm. You know, and so I thought we could spend a little bit of time talking about bias today and how sure. how that comes up. We can we can talk about biblical interpretation and bias or, or just approach to the Bible with bias. Yeah. And then because we are worship at the anvil, bias also in, infiltrates our, our worship. Yeah. And and even right there, what I just said has a negative connotation. And I and I should amend that. Bias can be found in <laughs> our approach to worship as well. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I clued you in that I was thinking this way, so I, I've given you a whole bunch of avenues. I know, so that you can use whatever your thought was. To, to it's very continue. broad, yeah, yeah, deliberately, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think in today's um, climate in our country, it's it's very challenging. Um, because bias is used negatively so much, mm-hmm. and you know, if you have any any bias about anything, it could be negative. But when you bring it up that it can be a positive thing because of how it's being applied and how it's being looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first things I thought of when you brought up this topic, though, was um, just when an infant is born, Mm-hmm. That infant is predisposed to its parents and their voices and right. what they look like and how they act and how they care for them because that is the person that's going to feed them and nourish them and love them. Right. And from that get-go, they have, they know who their parents are. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and sure. like if other people carry them or hold them, they're not going to be as comfy. They They have... A bias towards their parents because their parents okay. love them and care for them. Okay. And like it's just I'm trying to resolve this bias towards yeah. us as parents yeah. and, and and resolve the fact that they they defecate and, <laughs> and urinate on us. So it's I because love you so they much. Love you, that they're comfortable with you enough. Okay. All right. I'll, that I'll they, buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that bias runs both ways. It does. That's, that's where I'm going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so you immediately thought of babies when you. I do. When I you, often hey. immediately think of babies. <laughs> I think that's that's why we get along so well. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> babies. I've internationally stood up and said how much I love babies. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely a form of bias. Yeah. So much. I um, so when I when I brought this word up to sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, they yeah. you know they'd heard the word, sure, but they didn't really have a framework for um, for that. And then when I told them that it doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing, they're like, oh, okay. And then I really blew their mind, <laughs> and I said, bias does not negate truth either okay um and i think that's a really important concept when we talk about bias yeah so you can ad, uh, one can admit a bias mm-hmm. and still be completely right within their bias sure i, I mean it's a bit um 
pie in the sky to say, <laughs> well, my bias is to be always right. <laughs> okay. You're not Jesus, so. <laughs> so you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but the example I use for that, of course, I yeah. use the unbiased opinion of my mother before. Right. Okay. And so uh, I fictitiously talked to to the students and I said, what about Leonardo da Vinci's mother? Hmm. If Leonardo da Vinci's mother said, oh, Leo, you're the best. Because she calls him Leo because she's the mother. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leo, you're the best artist ever. She's she's still biased. Mm -hmm. But she happens to be right. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. It's like you can. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I may have glossed over some uh, familial details with Da Vinci as well. So we don't, I don't need, uh, I don't need an email about uh, Leonardo's bio, uh, biography. <laughs> it was for sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. Yeah, 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 yeah. His mom probably died when he was like in childbirth or something. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know much about Da Vinci. So, uh, yeah, well. So. Rembrandt might be better. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, so bias just it just plays in everywhere. So babies have a bias towards their towards their parents, and yeah. there's there's um, I think there's a physiological reason for that too. I mean, the auditory yeah. uh, organs developing mm-hmm. in utero, and so they start to. They, I mean, they hear the mother's voice obviously immediately, absolutely, um, and father's voice, God willing, as he. Uh, engages with right. with mom and and with baby. So yeah, you 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 create bias by engagement. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where you're going. Yeah, with that. Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent, one hundred percent accurate. Um, that's I mean that's how you get people to eat anything but asparagus. You get them uh, in proximity to it. <laughs> right, right. And uh, oh, what is it? So. Food specifically, food biases, <laughs> they can change. Biases. Bi- okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they can change. They can change. And it's like with food, with our children, exposure. And like the fact that that changes isn't a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. neither positive nor negative necessarily in this context for food. But if your kid's like, I hate all vegetables and they don't eat vegetables, like, yeah, they, they, they need to at some point. So you keep exposing them to them and eventually right. they break. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to bring asparagus to every single function where I need to bring a meal. And until... I just, I just won't be there. <laughs> Some biases do cha- biases do change. Um, some are there for a reason. <laughs> so you thought about babies? I did, but I was also thinking that Jeremiah just doesn't like his pee to smell. So <laughs> what, we're try- I'm trying what, to go, what form trying this to bias? Highbrow, man. I'm trying to go highbrow here. <laughs> that that and get people to stop trying to say asparagus is tasty or good or anything. Fair enough. Uh, I'll, I'll I, drop I, it. I grew up on canned asparagus. That's oh, what my parents would. That's. Yeah. I mean, yep. it didn't grow wild where I was, and and so that's that's how I was very very thoroughly formed in that. Mm-hmm. Well, I I'm trying to point out the bias to the kids so that we have something called intellectual integrity. 
sure. or, or honesty. So when you admitting that you have a bias can be very disarming to somebody. Sure. You know, um, in as you are educated in journalism and all that kind of stuff, you you are taught to look for someone's bias. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we I mean, the the easiest it's low hanging fruit, but the the bias of CNN and the bias of Fox News. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we, we know that there's a, a a bias difference between those two. Mm-hmm. Are they both news stations? Well. Technically, right. yes, right. but the the bias comes in, and it and then how you talk about something is right is going to be shaped by your bias. Yep, and then we start to get to interpreting the details and all that kind of stuff. But if you don't mm-hmm. understand the, the the presuppositions, yeah, before you move in, you can take the whole thing hook, line, and sinker. Right. Um. Or you can, or you can acknowledge the presupposition, and then you reject everything outright because of those things. And either one of those is an extreme that I think one should should avoid. Right. Um, and of course, I'm, I'm picking on the, the the news sources, but this this applies to so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that someone someone's bias does not meet, make them immediately evil wrong on every aspect right um just like your your bias for something doesn't make you immediately right on everything Mm -hmm. sure and and what can we what can we bring in to a support of bias or b to inform why this presupposition would be less tenable than than one thinks it might be sure sure um part of this too like we'd be ignorant to not acknowledge that sin plays a huge role in bias. Um, Yep. It absolutely can. And that's, that's challenging. Um, I think sometimes there's bias that exists that we as individuals don't always realize Mm -hmm. um, about how we interact and how we go about our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't want it to (laughs) by any means. And we would love to be able to see that with like crystal clear so we could address it, but that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's challenging. Um, but there's, you know, the experiences and the teachings that we've had growing up and it kind of, that focuses how we live our lives and we have this perfect and pure example of Jesus Mm -hmm. that we strive to live up to and live towards. Um, and we fall short every time. Um, and we have the, the Bible to show us where we lack and where we need to improve. But, um, yeah, that's kind of another thought process I had. (laughs) It's, it, it exists in, in each and every one of us and it's, they, they are different. Um, and yeah, yeah, there, there are certainly, I, I, I would agree with you that there's a bias that we have, that we should have, um, acknowledging sinfulness. We've been, mm-hmm. we've been led that, um, led to that conclusion or that stance because of scripture. Yeah. Um, we have a presupposition of faith when we come to scripture 
that were given through scripture. Mm-hmm. So, um, and maybe for, for those of you who, who have done a, a bit more ecclesiastical training, you'll, you'll understand how, how this bias, uh, plays in, um, it's our contact with the word. It's powerful and amazing. And the Holy spirit works through it as a means of grace. And that's how we get faith, um, through, um, uh, sola scriptura to use the, uh, um, the words of the reformation, mm-hmm. you know, that's how we get our sola fide, um, by learning about sola Christus, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, so Christ alone, scripture alone, faith alone, uh, I, I'm a little, I'm a little thrown off. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was watching a, uh, a documentary. Uh, man, if somebody listens to this, they'll be like, "This guy just reads philosophy books and watches documentaries." <laughs> I mean, and, your beard and, is super big, and long, <laughs> right? So it, it tracks. Um, but it talked about the five solas of the Reformation, and and uh, I was like, okay, that's that's. I'm usually I'm usually hearing about three. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So gratia, scriptura, and fide. So um, grace, scripture, and faith. Mm -hmm. Um, But, of course, Christ alone. I throw in there. Um, So anyway, (laughs) that's a a different podcast. (laughs) So this presupposition of faith that we have when we approach scripture helps us to look at this more... um, impactfully the, mm-hmm. like these are the words of god as it says in second timothy all scripture is god breathed youthful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness yeah so therefore i'm going to want to apply these things to us mm-hmm. and uh, even though i just brought up timothy i really was thinking about james earlier okay um because i think james applies more with our specific focus um and James is one where uh, uh, there is a dividing bias um, sure. in, in, in interpreting James or applying James, which is another word for interpret. Okay. Because James is, uh, James's bias is of, of faith, but his bias is that faith will be active in our bodies. And so he starts from faith and moves to action, but he doesn't really spend a whole lot of time elucidating that fact. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then we end up with an inverted bias of that that says, well, your actions will prove your faith. Mm -hmm. And so our... uh, um, and that's where we start to find things like social gospel starting to happen. You know, we've got this amazing... um, food pantry okay well cool that's awesome that's very good right where's jesus in this Mm -hmm. okay is is your action at that time worshipful oh probably you know um, leave leave that to to god to judge sure but you know sharing jesus in that moment is is how you can make it very purposeful and and overt Mm -hmm. because we want we want to keep him as the center of our actions so that it a food pantry doesn't just become a food pantry a food pantry becomes a way to talk about jesus right 
you know, there, yes, there are definitely physical needs that people have. Um, and there are physical things that we should be doing, but James is telling us you have faith. That is why you do this. And so it's not an empty action or, or anything like that. It's an action that's filled with the love of Christ that now I overflow to those people around me. So I, 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 I want to highlight that because I want to highlight it in my life. That means every action that I do, I think about through this lens of I'm a believer, I believe in Christ. So now when that person cuts me off in traffic, I need to worship Jesus here at this point. And, and that, that I think is more accurate to, to James than, than, um, you know, a, a f do it and your faith will be shown. It's your sure. faith that will be shown because of your doing. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the end. No, <laughs> no, I just, I, that, of course, it comes from the Bible, but the, the scope on that, the, 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 the site on, how that's being applied is is loving it's a positive thing it's not you know me saying it it took essentially what i said and flipped it completely around which is amazing <laughs> and the bible can do that for us and that is great um Okay, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to flip it all around. No, I thought, no, I thought no, it was no. working together. Yeah. So. No, it didn't. I wouldn't say, like, yes, it was working together. <laughs> it, it, it gave a positive outlook on something that I was more negative about. And that's a, that's a, a subtle mm -hmm. thing that uh, it's a, uh, a distinction between law and gospel. Yeah. Okay, and and herein, as sinful human beings, we automatically affiliate with the law. Yeah, you know, we 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 find that to be a very driving force mm -hmm. in a lot of things. So there are three three uses of the law: are mirror, curb, and guide. Sure, right. Um, and so we we really use the curb one a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, don't. We can't can't <laughs> jump the curb here. Can't hit that. We yeah. got to keep doing that, uh, and so that produces actions sometimes, right? But it doesn't really produce a genuine motivation, mm -hmm. right? The only thing that changes hearts is the gospel, yeah. And so understanding that our our natural inclination is towards the law, we now drive ourselves in into a deeper connection with the gospel and we can start to see how actual change can happen mm -hmm. and we can work on our on our bias to the law and start biasing ourselves to the gospel yeah and then see what happens from that yeah because uh, amazing things happen <laughs> when when you do that 
Yeah, I, I wish I had more input to this, but sometimes I just feel like uh, this is a personal uh, session for me. So I'm glad I'm able to share it with our listeners because, no, it, what you're saying is is amazing and it's great. And it, it is what I needed to hear. And I think a lot of people need to hear that. And thank you. Hey, my pleasure. But yeah, I just I wish I had more to give as input to that. But you, I feel bad because it's just me talking all the time. I don't. I, I'm I'm not given to the oh hey hey smart guy. What's all the answers? You know. That's no, not, I know. That's not what I'm going going for. But. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it turns that way though because your training is different than mine, and you have some uh, better gifts in that area. So I appreciate that. That's just because I listen to philosophy on audiobook. (laughs) My kids this weekend, it's just going to be philosophy. Hey, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, Dad, why? I'll be like, that's a great question. Don't you want me to have a beard? All right. Well, I think that's uh, Matt's way of saying we've, we're hitting about the extent of our time. So, sorry, I get going on philosophy and just can't stop. My friends, I, I really appreciate you coming and joining us at the Anvil today. Um, obviously, we're biased to uh, having you guys join us and, and having good conversations. So, thank you so much. Take a moment to do all that, to like, share, review, all that stuff. Share your ideas with us. Check those show notes for our email address. We would love some input on our conversations. Thanks for joining us this week and have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today at The Anvil. Please follow, rate, and review. If you have a topic you would like us to discuss, drop it in the comments. We'll be back again soon with more Worship at The Anvil. Worship wherever you are and in all that you do.